girl, a place for you to come and get encouraged, to be all that God has created you to be. So I just want to let you know that you go girl means so much to me. It's my heart's desire that I am your cheerleader from the other side of the microphone. I'm encouraging you today. You go girl, whatever that might mean to you today. So today we're going to talk about our roles as wives, as God has called us to be. So marriage requires a full investment of myself to this union. So I want to ask you a question. Are you viewing your marriage as a one-way partnership? Is your husband a silent partner in this corporation? Do you only think about what your husband can do for you or what he doesn't do for you? So we're going to take a step back a little bit and we need to think about how we serve our husbands, how we build them up, how we show them honor and respect. So God's word tells us in Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. God commands them to love us. Why do you think that? Why do you think that God commanded them to love us? Well, I believe it's because love doesn't come naturally or instinctively for them. Just like it, it does for us. Like love just oozes out of our pores. Um, we are just nurturing and caring human beings. And I don't think that that's really how God wired men. I might be totally mistaken, but I really believe that is true. I really believe that that is why God had to command them to love us. But he didn't say for us to love your husbands. He told us that we need to respect him. He didn't command us to love us, love our husbands, because we already do that naturally. But he did command us to respect them. So what does that look like? So God had to point out that we must respect our husbands. But how? I don't know how to do that. It doesn't come naturally to me. So I learned that I needed to ask my husband, Hey babe, how can I show you respect? I did. I asked him. His answer surprised me. It was way simpler than I thought it would be. So I wanted you to think about everything doesn't have to be a puzzle or a mystery. We can't just sit back and go, well, if he loved me, he would know what I want. He would know how to do that. Why? Why should we know that instinctively? So I'm going to encourage you to ask your husbands, how can I show you the respect that you deserve? But then I also want you to have your, the, the dialogue with your husband, and he would like to ask you, how can he show you how you would love to be loved? And I just encourage you to write three things down. Each of you, write the three things down. Husbands and wives. So the husband's going to write down how he can love you well. And you're going to write down how you can show him respect. Why do we need to make this a puzzle? 
Just tell us how to do this. It makes life so much easier. And don't get mad at him if he doesn't do it. It's going to be learned behavior, right? But I just want to encourage you to have that open conversation, that open dialogue. Post them up. Put a reminder on your phone, whatever it takes for you to ensure that you know how to show your husband respect. So I'm curious if you have ever stopped to think or consider the selflessness. So I'm curious if you ever stopped to think or consider the selfishness that is required of you to fulfill your husband's. I'm curious if you've ever stopped to think or considered the selflessness that is required of you to fulfill your husband's needs. To assist him with accomplishing the work God has put him on earth to do. Remember, we were here created to be our husband's helper. Genesis 2.18 says, It is not good for a man to be alone. I will make a helper for him. Remember, you are one flesh with your husband. You are one in the eyes of the Lord. So what is our role in marriage? I believe that our role is to value, support, honor, and encourage our husbands. I believe our role in marriage is to value, support, honor, and encourage our husbands. To provide a soft place for him to fall when he feels discouraged. We have an enormous influence on our on how our husbands feel fulfilled and encouraged as a man. I want to repeat that. We have an enormous influence on how our husbands feel fulfilled and encouraged as a man. Do you know your husband has hopes and fears? I believe he has a fear of I believe he has a fear of being found inadequate. I believe he has a fear of being controlled by a woman. Your man, your husband, your boo wants to be your hero. He wants to know, he wants to know that you celebrate him, depend on him, feel, feel privileged to be married to him. His fear of inadequacy in Ephesians 5 that your husband is called to love you as Christ loved the church. That is a tall order. I mean, whoa, that he's to love you as Christ loved the church. That's wow, tall order. So I encourage you to tell him how he's doing. Give him positive affirmation. Tell him what he is doing right not wrong. Point out the good things. Build him up. Wives, your husband is deserving of your honor and worthy of your affection and admiration. He desires to know that you trust him, that you believe in him, that he is your provider and protector. He longs to know that you are cheering for him and praying for him. Remind him that he is the man of your dreams. Your husband strives to please you. Whether you believe that or not, 
I believe he does. He strives to make you proud of him. So words of affirmation, it's time to take back our husbands. It is, he is not to be defined by his failures or imperfection. I want to repeat that. He is not to be defined by his failures or imperfections. We all have them. God has designed him to be a leader, a father, and provider. The last thing he needs is a wife that is controlling him. Fear of being controlled. When your husband feels like he's being controlled, he will eventually stop trying to be the leader in your home. Again, when your husband feels like he's being controlled, he will eventually stop trying to be the leader of your home. He will relinquish his role because in his head, you are doing it way better anyway. I have a question for you. Does your husband feel bullied out of his God-given position? And I want to tell you that Ladies, I want you to think about whose shoes do you have on? Do you have your husband's shoes on in your relationship, in your home? Are you the leader of your home? Do you control everything that's going on? Do you strive and want him to be the spiritual leader of your home? Well, I want to encourage you to look down and see whose shoes you're in. Are you in his shoes? Are you being the leader, the spiritual leader, the leader of your home? And you might have put those shoes on because he wasn't doing that role. I totally get that. But I want to encourage you to get out of those shoes, put your little cute shoes back on, and if those shoes need to be empty for a while until he gets the courage, encouragement, and the confidence to be in those shoes, then let them be empty. I would rather see those shoes empty than our feet in shoes that they don't belong. So we talked about fear of inadequacy, and we talked about fear of being controlled. Those are both things that we can do something about. Let your husbands be your man. Let him know that he is your man. Let him know that he is your world. Let him know that you are confident in his ability to be all that God has called him to be. Tell him that he's trustworthy and make him feel secure in his manhood. In your marriage, let him be the man. So I'm going to challenge you today, if I haven't already, I want to leave you with this. In the next 24 hours from listening to this podcast, I want you to refuse to allow yourself to corrupt him. Refuse to allow yourself to criticize his choices, criticize his driving, tell him where to park, tell him where we're going to have for dinner. I want you to refuse to be in control in that way just for 24 hours and see what a difference it might make in your relationship. I'm sure if you've been around me long enough, I want to always encourage you, how do we eat an elephant? You have this big elephant 
that you might be challenged right now by the Holy Spirit might be moving in your heart and challenging you in this area. But I want to encourage you, you can't swallow or eat an elephant all at one time. You can only take strides and baby steps to be better, to do things differently. So today, I want you to encourage your husband. I want you to fill him with confidence in being the man that God has chosen him to be. I think my quota for today is let your man be the man and let him know that he is your man. So I want to pray for our husbands right now as we close this podcast. So Father, I thank you for our husbands. I thank you because you are making him a man of great faith. Our husband making him into being a man of great prayer. Lord, I pray that you would lead him as he leads our household. May he be a leader that is a servant to you and to those he serves as Christ was to the church. We pray for spiritual growth, O Lord, that he will not be stagnant, but progress from milk to meat as and continue to grow in the spirit. I just pray for all of our husbands to be all that God's called them to be and for God to help us be the helpers that God created us to be for our husbands. Remember, God chose you to be your husband's helper. Out of all the women in the world, he chose you to be the helper for your man. So let's do that well. I know it's so hard talking from a type A control freak from that is who I was. And sometimes still can't be. Okay, more than sometimes. But I want to encourage you that God can change your heart. God can create in you a servanthood to be a servanthood to your husband. Not a doormat, but a helper. So today I hope you find encouragement. Holy Spirit, do what you need to do in all of our lives. But let's let our husbands be our man. Can we do that, ladies? Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope you have a blessed and amazing day. And I'll see you next week.